It's January 12th. We're about to begin the NFL playoffs. The MLB free agency getting hot again. And in college football, there's a bunch of coaching vacancies. Actually, in the NFL, too. And two of the greatest coaches of all time, a lot of them consider the two best of all time, are now out. This is Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In, episode 66. And yeah, in other words, Mike, we have a lot to talk about. Things uh, things change quick in the in the sports world. Really One quick. moment to the next. You know, I never expected that from Nick Saban. That guy, which which in my opinion is the right way to do it. Don't let nobody lead up into nothing, and then boom, you made your decision. You know. Yeah, man. Um, the the guy's the greatest of all time. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Li- hate him or like him. Absolutely. I'm not a fan. You know, when when he was with the Dolphins, I from a couple people that worked in there at the time told me he wasn't very nice. But other people like him, and he's a hell of a coach. Wins, yeah. And he knows how to go to to a kid's uh, living room, talk to the parents, and say, "Hey, come to Alabama." Yeah, and, and, and remember, Mike, he he won national ti- he won a national title at LSU. Yeah. Got close at Michigan State as well. Yep. Uh, the, the guy's a hell of a coach. Yeah, a hell of a coach. But the the problem is that now the going into that living room and giving that spiel and getting that commitment is only worth one year. Well, they gotta do. They gotta play two. So two, two, years, two years, and then on that portal. Yeah, and the portal. Yeah, it's tough to Actually, build. Yeah, like that. you could go to the portal after after one. I Armando, was talking more it's, NFL. Um, it's tough. No, and and it's also tough to build like that. Yeah, you know your beliefs, your your system. You know how you are as a coach. You adjust to them; they adjust to you. There's none of that. So basically, now the key is offer the most nil money and just go after the best players. Yep. Five or six of them is all you need, right? You have five or six. You need 11 to play. Five or six studs. Offense, give me a badass quarterback. Give me a receiver. Give me a running back. Highest paid guy. And that's the new recruiting strategy. Give me the biggest yep. donor. And I think that's that's why he's out. Yeah, you know, that and, and also, man, the guy's 72 years old. You talked about the living room. You know, it's, it's not only coaching 14, 15 games a year, the practices, Recruiting, going to Paga, going to California, going to Florida, doing all this. It's much easier, even if five years ago when he was 68 yeah, or, or 67 than 72. Yeah. You know, um, he's not young anymore. It's, I think it's a little bit different if you're Bill Belichick, who just stepped down as the, as the Patriots coach. And yes, he has to travel. He has to do that. But even though it's a grind... Bill Belichick doesn't have to travel to to lure players in. Nick Saban does as part of recruiting. Um, you know, so Bill Belichick, you know, he wants to break Shula's record. He's close. So I think he's going to coach one more, not one more year. I think he's going to coach three more years. Yeah, absolutely. And then call it a day. Yeah, and I think he's in great shape. You know, he's still he kind of with it. He's still the man. You know, he still does a great job. Um, he's still super high energy, you know. And I know that just something inside me tells me Nick Saban's not done either. Maybe not in college, you but something know. tells me that, you know, he's he's just not going to walk away like that, you know. I don't he might, think he, he might is. get the itch. And you know, he might get the itch. Something. And I think he's in great shape as well. And maybe, you know, maybe he gives the NFL another shot or something. But he'll definitely do some broadcasting. I'd love to hear yeah, him 100%. talk. I'd love to hear yeah, him he's talk. Great. He's so good, you know. And, and you know, he, he gave the NFL a chance with the um, – with the Dolphins as head coach, didn't go so well. But had he stayed here, or even had 
that 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 big controversial decision, which was Drew Brees or Culpepper. They went Culpepper because it was just a knee. Drew Brees could barely throw, and Drew Brees came back from that surgery and won a Super Bowl. Dante Culpepper wasn't in the league much longer after that. So, you know, if fortunes have been a little bit different, like just look at that staff yeah. under Nick Saban. How many how many top guys were were on that staff? The guy had a great staff. Yep. It was just I I think he yep. had a little bit too much control over personnel. Had he had a really good GM with him, I think things could have been different because the GM could have gone brought him the correct players, not just people that he watched play in the SEC, and then he would have done well on the field because he's a hell of a coach. Yeah, absolutely. Dolphins could have I, been a, a dynasty. <laughs> but, I th- but 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 at the end, I don't think he was ultimately happy with the NFL type thing. You know. I, don't know. I remember we'll he see. made a. There was a guy from USC, Manny Wright. The Dolphins brought him in, defensive tackle. Nick Saban looked at him one day during practice, and he ripped him a new one. <laughs> that guy left crying, crying from, from practice. But yeah, man, Nick Saban's a hard nosed guy. Yeah. Say, uh, Belichick a is a is a hard nosed guy too. What a too. career! Yep, Both you know. Uh, so man, you know, props to the two of them. Not very well liked here in Miami. But we got to give them props. You, you know, give they're, them props. they're great coaches. Hell of a, a career, and, and they, they stuck with it. And one of the things that, that when you mentioned about, like, the grind of the coaches and all of that, it's, man, how about – because I can guarantee you he's not sleeping the six to eight hours that are required for a healthy lifestyle, oh, you no. know, because that brain is working, that brain is going, and, um, you know, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, absolutely. And now, you know, the, the that Alabama job – which after Mike Shula was taken over by Nick Saban now becomes vacant again. To me, it's it's probably the hottest job in, in all of college football. You know, there there are several candidates with buyouts, so you have to buy them out. Uh, there's some internal guys, but, you know, everything seems to point to, I, I think, uh, Dabble Sw- uh, Sweeney over at, um, Clemson. at, at Clemson. The guy already won a national title there. Really nothing to prove. You play in the SEC. You go to the SEC. Uh, and you play for your alma mater at Alabama. To me, it's a no-brainer. So, you know, he, he's a candidate uh, landing over at Oregon. So Oregon might lose a second coach after they lost Mario Cristobal, who I saw today in, in, in the morning there during drop-off. He was at Columbus. And you also had, you know, Mike Norvell just resign probably an hour ago. With uh, Florida State, eight-year deal, ten million dollars a year, wow. so he stays put. And what's the guy Harbaugh? From, what's Harbaugh gonna do? Man, Harbaugh makes a lot of money over at uh, at Michigan, and I I I think I think Harbaugh's story in the NFL is not over. I think Harbaugh wants to go back to the NFL. You know, he he has a big lucrative contract over with Michigan, just won the national title. But man, Mike, he got close with San Fran, got very close. He's seeing bro John about to possibly go to another Super Bowl, you know, possibly win again, you know. Um, That's a family that, you know, his dad, Jack, uh, he says, who's got it better than than us? Nobody, (laughs) you know, and and the Harbaugh's right now, they're on top of the world, man, you know. Um, That was a huge win by Michigan. Yeah. I, I always wanted in the past. Not anymore. I think we have a good coach. In the past, I wanted Harbaugh to come to to the Dolphins. You know, he had the ties to to Stephen Ross. Ross wanted to bring him when Sperano was here, and he got caught 
you know, the flight going over to to Stanford where he was at and didn't work out. You know, um, I, I think things could have been different here in Miami. I wanted him to I wanted them to bring him two years ago before he got McDaniel. He wanted to stay in Michigan. So they got him the big contract in Michigan. Tambien Ross helped that helped out because that's the school. He you know, he's a big booster there at Michigan. He's a Michigan guy. And, you know, now there's a bunch of jobs open. Oh, yeah. There's the Chargers, Carolina, uh, Washington. Yep. Um, Jacksonville, else? Tennessee. Jacksonville? No, Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville's Carolina. taking the Raiders job. I mean, Vegas. Yeah. Look, Antonio Pierce did a great job. And he might get another job somewhere else, maybe with, even with the Raiders. But if Jim Harbaugh tells Mark Davis, he's like, hey, I want to go to Las Vegas. To Las Vegas. You know he's going to Las Vegas. Absolutely. Los Angeles is another big market with the Chargers. That that team needs a big spark. They play in LA, but Mike, the other day I said, Oh, he might go coach San Diego. Somebody goes, Who's San Diego? You know, messing around and I'm like, dude, San Diego. The Chargers. They go, You mean Los Angeles? I'm like, bro, I will never get used to never that. Never get used to that. Los Angeles has not hasn't gotten used to that. My brother went last year to a Dolphins game in LA at, at SoFi Stadium for the, against the Chargers. He said there were more Dolphin fans at that stadium than Chargers fans, and I believe him. Oh, I believe him 150%. They don't support the Chargers, Oh, yeah, bro. Just, just like sometimes when these teams come here, there's more of them than there are. Absolutely. <laughs> the mad stuff. We went to opening day last year, and there was a big, remember yep. that big remember, section? Yeah. Yep. Of, uh, it was Mets, right? Yep. The, the Mets fans. Yep. Crazy. But, but yeah, like it, it's, it, it's a job that's, to me, lucrative. I also heard Belichick is a... Is a candidate for that job for the Falcons and for the Commanders. Wow! So We're, let's see. It's in, it's interesting. It's one of the more interesting NFL seasons, yeah. NFL off seasons. Yeah. Pete Carroll just basically got fired by the Seahawks. They made him step down and take an advisor role. Bullshit! If Pete Carroll gets called by any of these teams to coach, absolutely. If I'm one of these teams, Mike, I call Pete Carroll. I think he could still coach. Oh, absolutely, hundred fifty percent. And it looks like he still has the energy to do it as well. You know yeah. what I mean, which is the big thing. But, you know, staying on the football topic, it's going to be cold, Armando. They said a wind chill of <laughs> negative 30 degrees, It's going to be cold. No, thank you. So yesterday I was um, <clears throat> I was meeting in the morning with, you know, a, bunch, a, a few dads from, from the ministry group at St. Brendan. You know, BB, Tony, um, Mike Carrillo, Robert, Rodriguez. And we were, you know, talking shop or whatever. We started talking about that game. Mike, Mike Carrillo bought two tickets to the game. He goes, look, I can resell them. 45-yard line in the bottom. Wow. 150. Nobody wants to go to that game because of how cold it's going to be. No, it's going to be freezing. 150 but, bucks. But I think that as much as you, as you think you're going to know what that feels like or you think you're going to know how to dress for it and be ready you, you for don't. it and be warm for it, I don't think that that's kind of like possible. That's not normal. You know what I mean? Like that's going to be, it, it, it actually erases every scouting report that you have as a coach of the game. Nothing that you have matters. And, and B- BB said something yesterday, and I go, you're, you're, you're 100% right. He goes, <clears throat> he goes, 32, 30, 20 something degree weather. Kansas City has an advantage. Mm-hmm. When it's zero, nobody has an advantage. And it's minus bo- something. Both those guys, both those teams are going to be 
freezing It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting also to see how the stadium and how the teams set up their sidelines because these guys there's going to be there's going to be covers there. There there He's were 150%. They were talking about uh, the Buffalo game moving over to Cleveland because wow. of the amount of snow they're going to get. Yeah. No, it's 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 pretty nuts, man. The, but you know what the I like? A you know wild. what I like? You got to play. You got to play. You got to play the game, eh? You got to play the game. But it's interesting because as much as you, like I just said it, as much as you played the season, put the uniform on, worked hard, did all your stuff, it's just going to come down to really who's going to play better in this crazy weather. Yep. That's all it is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and let's see who can hold on to the ball more. Listen, and, and with that said, I want to I say something about the Dolphins because, man, listen, that last game was extremely frustrating, right? You know, you're watching it. You feel deflated. I was super sad when that game ended. I woke up the next morning and I started. I go, let me let me put this into perspective. This is a team that missed the playoffs a couple of years ago. Mike McDaniel comes. They make the playoffs last year at nine and eight, right? Barely get in, but they made the playoffs. Played Buffalo tough with a backup quarterback last year in the playoffs. They come this year. All the big media people, all those guys, all the talking heads were saying. Oh, AFC East? Dolphins are cool, but Buffalo? Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. They finished, but last, second to last in, in, in the division, uh, them and the Patriots. So it was Miami. Almost all year, they're battling. Da, da, da. Buffalo underachieved during the season. Got their shit together at the end because they're a damn good team. But the Dolphins hung in there, made some, you know, won some good games. Beat the Cowboys on Christmas. Won a couple games there in December. Last December, they won none, Mike. Zero. And, yeah, they play a, a really good Ravens team. Got their butts kicked. Then play Buffalo. Disappointment at the end. They lose. But, Mike, how do you expect a team like that to win? During the Buffalo, the, during the Buffalo game, they announced the, the offensive line for the Dolphins. And, they, and I think they said it was like the eighth, seventh or eighth or maybe even more different variation of offensive linemen the Dolphins had used during the season. Buffalo, the same five guys, all 17 games. That matters. Absolutely what matters, matters. also is Jalen Phillips out for the season. Bradley Chubb out for the season. Javon Holland playing injured. Jerome Baker came back injured. From injury, got injured again. Um, Andrew Van Ginkle out for the season. Uh, good, out for the season. Davian Howard's out. A but that's why, health, a that, that's why health and being able to last matters. A hundred percent. It's it, it, you know you I've get never your seen guys, a, I've you, never seen anything yeah, like this. You get this your, is ridiculous. But you get your guys back, and then some guys lose their guys. You know that's just the way it goes. Yep. But but I'm not. But there's no excuse. You know, a loss is a loss, bro. We drop no, some passes, I absolutely had some it, defensive blunders, I and you got to have room for those things. And I get it. But it, it but it's like when are we gonna dominate? Even even with the injuries, they had a chance to win. I agree. Man, yeah. But it's it's tough to it's if, tough. if you have all your guys and you play Buffalo, you should win. Armando, you, you gotta play win. the Chiefs perfect. Number one, you gotta play just just the way it is. You gotta play those better teams. When you start having those little mistakes and that drop pass and then the this, yeah, it has to be perfect. And they add up. Those things begin to add up. Um, when you have those men, those yeah, many intangibles, they were in you. it. They were in the mix. You need to be Buffalo. perfect. We had a couple of little breakdowns. And listen, I, I ride with my guys and I stick with my teams. Um, and I know that the adjustments are going to be there. But, man, I, I'm, I'm ready for to Miami Dolphins to start dominating. 
everybody stay healthy, you know, and just, but it seems like it's just always la misma cantaleta, bro. It's just yeah. like it's always no, like the I mean, same I, thing. And, you know, we're much better this year. I think year. we're I mean, moving in the right wrong. direction, though. But Ogonio won, yes. But Ogonio won win puts us in the sixth seed. Yeah, we have we beaten the Titans? We no, would have no, been let's number go. two. Oh, yeah. Maybe this was a blessing in disguise. Maybe this is oh, you got to go play the Chiefs, and this is going to be the weather, and now it's fair for everybody. And you come and you pull out the win. You never know, you man. You know, you never know. But but I but but with this whole weather situation, it's going to be very interesting. When's the game? Tomorrow. Oh Tomorrow boy, night. cannot wait. And it cannot and it's a night wait. game. It's a night game. Like, cannot wait. Listen, the the Chiefs are damn good. Obviously, right? Defending champs still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. But the Chiefs aren't the same Chiefs team, Mike. This year, I, I watch a lot of football. And aside from, yes, he has a bunch of receivers that drop passes. Patrick Mahomes does. But aside from that, Patrick Mahomes hasn't played the same this year. I don't know if it's offensive line, if it's Eric, Eric Bieniemy left. And now, you know, the new, the new offensive coordinator, maybe they don't click. I mean, even though Andy Reid calls the plays, I don't know what's up. But if there was ever a time that the Dolphins, a decimated Dolphins team with two 30-something-year-olds, 36, 38-year-olds that they just signed to, the, to, to play because everybody's injured, if there was ever a time for them to pull off the upset, the upset against Kansas City, it's tomorrow no. night. Armando, mira, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty black and white with this stuff, but I look at Patrick Mahomes. I don't see him in the same shape he was last year. And every other commercial he's on now, He's sponsoring and advertising everything. and the guy for everything, for every single thing. You know what that does? That takes up time, effort, workout. That takes up time for all that stuff. So what a coincidence. The more commercials we're seeing, the worse he's playing. Yep. At the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swifty, dropping passes everywhere, leading the league for most of the year and drop passes. I'm not saying that it's, 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 um, it's the reason. I'm just saying that it's a coincidence. I'm it's just fair. saying that it's a coincidence. It's fair. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? You know who I don't see all over commercials right now? And he's the man? LeBron James. Focusing on his career. He's doing his career. Man, I don't know if, you, if you've heard that, that like, Tom Brady he, quote about, about friendships. No, what did he say? That he said, man, you know, when he goes, when I look at the NFL now, I see too many guys that are, are fr- oh, this is my boy, ah, with the other team. And he said... He said the, probably the guy that he loved the most during, while he played was Peyton Manning. He goes, Peyton Manning was like a hero of mine. Like, I love Peyton Manning. We went to war. I love that guy. Personally, I really love that guy. And he goes, during my whole playing career, we ate dinner twice in what, 20-something years. He goes, these people are, like, hanging out all the time, buddy-buddy. Oh, yeah, see so you on the football field. He goes, where, where, did, that, where, where did that tenacity go, that, 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 that fire, that rivalry where has that gone? You know, and, and, and when Tom Brady speaks, you uh, listen. listen. You gotta listen. listen. Did the Michigan coach did the Michigan coach over overstep there when he said that quarterback was the greatest? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did he overstep there a little bit or Yeah, I mean you and, know, Brady, and Brady's such a good sport. You saw he responded, he's like, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's such a good sport about yeah. it, but oh easy, easy. You try to uh, you try to make your guys your guys feel good, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, you know it's uh, it, it it's a bit different. Like this year, I saw teams struggling that I didn't think would struggle. You know, teams do well that I didn't think would do well. This has been a very weird NFL season. Mm-hmm. 
So I'll, I'll take my 11 and 6 playoffs. Yeah, man. Hey, we're still in it. At the end of the day, this we're is the definition of, of the season. At the end of yep. the season, when it's over, whenever it's over, we'll, we're, this is what we're going to talk about. Yep. All these little things, the injuries, the weather, all these things are what characterize. Like, we don't play inside a bubble. We don't play indoors. We all don't play in the same field. You know what I mean? So, and listen, I saw a lot an, of adjustments, man. You I know saw an saying? article the other day, and the headline said, um, if they don't win against the Chiefs, is Mike McDaniel on, on, on the hot seat? I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No. Look, this guy, the fact that he's not being considered for coach of the year is bullshit. Because the guy's been a tremendous coach. They have a little something against the Dolphins. I'm going to say it. You know, it's uh, they've been at it all year. Somebody else, Mahomes will throw four picks. Ah, yeah, bad day. Bad day. Two throws four picks. Oh, oh my God, bro. Worst. Yep. He's, he's not good. Take him yep. out. Bench him. And then the guy leads the league in yards, Pro Bowl starter. Yep. You know, uh, come on. You know, so Mike McDaniel hot seat? No way. If Mike McDaniel was fired by the Dolphins, he would get picked up the next day. Like, oh no, same I night. mean, there were yeah, yeah same, same hour. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, people are saying the same thing about Mike Vrabel over yep. with Tennessee. You know, he didn't have a good season, but right when your quarterback goes down, Derrick Henry isn't what he used to be. Hey, but they still came out, beat the Dolphins. Yeah. Knock the Jaguars out of the playoffs, and then you fire Mike Vrabel? Is, is he going to end up in New England? Because they have a uh, contract with Gerard Mayo. They had a, success, a succession plan, um, which was Mayo would take over for, for Belichick. Gerard Mayo's their, one of their defensive coaches, former player, hell of a player. Um, does New England pay Mayo to take Vrabel? Because I don't think they expected Vrabel to be available. Let's see. I mean, let's see. I mean, have you seen how much money these guys are making nowadays, Armando? Dude, Norvell just made 10 right now. You know, uh, like Harbaugh makes 15. Harbaugh. Spolstra. Oof. You saw what they what the he did there, right? <laughs> Family culture. We gotta Family ask, culture. We, you know what? I want to I wanna ask Nick Martinez about that. I mean, we should bring him on for a little segment on, on family law because... Uh, like what happens in that situation, you know? I have no, no, no idea. But we need to ask Nick Martinez. I'm sure that was like uh, Thomas's dad. I wonder if she's got a case there. Like, hey, this was I don't know, man. Weird. It's a lot, a lot of money there. I'm sure she got taken care of. <laughs> I'm sure. A lot of money. But I'm saying these coaches are, are making big, big, big bucks. Armando. A lot of money. Big, big, big bucks for a lot of years because. What we're talking about, to have the right culture and to have the right things in place, you got to have people in place for a long amount of time, okay? And you and you have to deal with a bunch of, yes, you know, man. like, look, I saw Mario Cristobal today. Uh, they're, they're at Columbus, you know, driving by to drop off Anderson in the morning at, at St. Brandon, um, which, by the way, my son won Student of the Month. So yes, sir. Big, big time, big time, big man. time. That's a big time award, man. It's <laughs> a big time award. That's awesome. And at the, in the morning, he threw the U to Mario Cristobal. He threw the U back. But look, Cristobal didn't have a good year with, with the Canes, right? But this is a process. It's people are like, oh no, he didn't win his first year. Oh, his second year, dude. Tranquilo, let the process take its place. Yeah. Last year, when when the season ended, a bunch of guys said they, they didn't want to play the whole game. Oh, I'm gonna go on the portal. Mario went on the radio and goes. You know what season it is? It's pick up your son from school season. Come pick up your son. Come pick up your son. Parents, come. Come pick up your son. Pick him up. And they picked him up. Oh, Tyler Van Dyke. Oh, oh yeah. hey, you pick, pick up your son. See ya. What a Wisconsin. Dale. You don't want to be here. 
Don't be here. You don't got to be here. Just pick up your stuff and go. Bye. Very simple. Bye. And that's the right attitude to have. That is you know? the exact, exact right attitude, attitude to have. have. And eventually what's going to happen is it's going to flip because what's going to eventually happen is you're going to end up having the right core from the beginning at some time in this portal, non-portal thing, and you're going to stick with it, and you're going to win with a bunch of juniors and seniors, and they're going to say they've been there from the beginning, and then that's going to flip the script again. Yep. Because right now these guys are chasing that dollar. Like These players are literally going up to the head coaches and saying, hey, coach, I need more NIL money. If not, I'm going to have to go here. Boom. What do you do? Look, I'm old school. I'd be like, peace. okay, see you. Ca- Cameron Ward, you know? Cam Ward, who um, played for Washington State, the, the Canes wanted him, and they, they brought him here, wine and dine over at Prime 112. Rick Ross made an appearance, mm-hmm. took pictures of the parents. They told him, hey, make a decision. The guy said, oh, I need a few weeks to decide. Finally decided he wants to go pro. Fine. He didn't hire an agent, though. He didn't hire an agent, which was smart. Because if he goes now through the motions, through the practices, whatever, maybe the 40 isn't as fast. Right. Maybe he hears a couple things from some scouts. He's calling Miami again. Yeah. Hey, that NIL deal that I said no to? Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll go be your QB for a year. Yeah. Left it open. Yeah, absolutely. Left it wide open. Do they have, like, um, Armando, how does it work that once they say that, that they're going to go pro, they can't? How, wh- if they sign with an agent, they can't. there's no go- going back. At all? At all. Cannot go back. So that way, not hiring, not hiring, quote, unquote, because right. I'm sure he's got He's got Somebody. somebody. He leaves the door open for us if I don't. To come back. Right. Yep, and that's what a lot of or guys Or go do. anywhere. Right, or go right. anywhere. I mean, you could go to Florida State, you yeah. could go to Alabama, you could right. go wherever. But doesn't that make the decision a lot easier for them to do that? Because if it was how it is, kind of like, well, you have to decide, and then you have to stick with it, you know? There's no falling back on it. Listen, you I'm... You know, I'm, like, what's, what's better? What, what system is better? I feel, like if the Kane, I, I feel like the Canes probably told this guy, look, we're, take your time. You can't decide now. Say you're going to go pro. Don't hire an agent. Doors open if you want to come back. Right now, they're going through the same process right. with Talia Tangavailoa, uh, Tua's brother. Right. Tua put a petition with the NCAA to come back for a sixth season because he played with Alabama. It was one year he should have been redshirted. He wasn't because he had to play in an emergency as a, as a quarterback for a game. So it kind of messed him up. The COVID year, 2020. They, they gave everybody one extra year of eligibility. Tua's brother's pretty good for a college player, you know? Will he be a good pro? I don't know. Um, the consensus is probably not. As a college player, he broke all the Big Ten records wow. at Maryland. Uh, good player. But he's not going to know for a few months whether he's going to be eligible or not. So the Canes brought in a guy from, I, I believe I saw Albany. He plays like Division Two or FC, FBS. And he came over. But I don't think he's going to be the starter, you know. So uh, I think they're waiting out Cam Ward, okay. if he decides to come back, or 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 Talia Tungavailoa. It's time to put the pieces the pieces of the puzzle together and start building the team and getting this thing going. You know, let's but do it. I just think that winning in college is this going to be for the next you know five to ten years? Is this going to be basically the the Kawaii teams? The, the NIL teams, the the big time name guy, and that's what's gonna be. I don't think. Let's see, know, man. It's changed. It's changed a lot from you know, when we were growing the up. Landscape, yeah. But but let's see, man. Let's see what happens, and you know, um, but a a team that's that's building, Mike, because they need to build, because they've always been a winner. 
and they need to be a winner again or the New York Yankees. Yep. Uh, Marcus Stroman just signed a two-year deal, possibly for three. There's an incentive there, an option. Uh, it's a team option that becomes a player option if on year two he pitches more than 140 innings. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then there he could decide whether he wants him to pick up the 30-year option or not. Uh, but Marcus Stroman, who had a back and forth with Cashman years ago when Cashman didn't sign him, kind of badmouthed Cashman, and Cashman goes, well, you, you, know, you want him to know why we didn't sign him? Because in the postseason, he's going to be in the bullpen. Ouch. That hurts. But I think Cashman's one of those guys that we've seen every time he talks. He yep. could be a little bit of a dick, which is fine. You know, it's fine. You know, if a guy throws that at you, he's like, hey, come, on, no. come out of the bullpen. Yeah. But Stroman apparently wanted to be a Yankee, sat with Cashman in Tampa. They squashed things out. Um, he made fun of Soto also, <laughs> like yeah, a couple I of years saw ago. That. He did that shuffle. And, thing. Uh, you know, but Stroman wants to win. He wanted to be a New York Yankee. I've always liked him. I think he's a tough kid. Um, goes out there and pitches his ass off all the time. He's a bulldog. He's a guy that's not afraid to go up there and go after you. And go after you. Yeah. Or if he's like, if he thinks he's going to pitch nine innings, he's the guy that'll tell the manager like, "Hey, yeah, you leave me in. I'm not. I'm not coming out of the game." Good attitude, yeah. you know. Like on, yes, as he calls a little country, whatever. No biggie. No freaking biggie. Oh, we'll just bro. keep Let's, the we'll know. keep the antics down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, you know, no, no do rag. The, no do rag. No do rag, and the guy you were going at it with with the shuffle is now your teammate. He's your teammate. Okay, but you know it's nice to see the Yankees doing uh, doing that. Um, is it enough? Was the first question that I asked you, and you said it's enough for a number two. For a number two, the way road because Rodon's supposed yeah. to be number two. I mean, what Rodon did last year got got into a people in the clubhouse. I from what I've read. This is all, you know, reading what, what Yankee reporters and all that have said. Uh, a friend of mine, his son was close to, to Rodon, said Rodon's kind of a little big time right now. You know, sucks to hear a little bit. But Rodon's a hell of a pitcher, man. You know, he went through some injuries. Yeah. Maybe he just had an off year. You know, it's, it's tough when you're injured and you're trying to play and you're trying to show your worth and you can't because yeah. it keeps nagging you. It, yeah. it hurts. Yeah. So I understand if he was in a bad mood. You know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Rodon comes back in Rodon form. He is a number two. And Stroman's 2B. Uh, he's a good pitcher, too. They well, wanted Snell, Mike. They wanted Snell. They offered him three years, one, one no, sorry, five, five years, years, 150. 50. 30 a year, he said no. Wants a six year and, and a little bit more money. They don't think the Yankees will match. So, look, the ball's in, in Snell's court. Like, do you want to be in the Bronx yeah. as a number two to Cole? And all of a sudden, now you have a rotation of damn. <laughs> Cole, Snell, Stroman, and Rodon. Yeah, you're good. And to Nasty go. Nestor. Yeah, you're good to go, dude. You know, it's it's good to see the Yankees doing that. You know, last couple of years they've had to really pay up with the whole judge thing and stuff like that. But Armando, if there, if you, if we're playing a game right now and you had to put it all on the line, everything you had, and I'm going to ask you one question. That question is: Name one team that has not yet signed a free agent in the big leagues. The Marlins. Or the Marlins, man. Damn. The complete opposite. Nothing. Nada. It's uh, January 11th, 12th. 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 They haven't signed anybody. Nothing. To a big league contract. Nothing. How are we going to get better? Is something up the sleeve? Snell? Are we getting Snell? Are we getting Snell? Doubt it. Doubt it. You know what I mean? But, like, what's... Are what, we bringing Soler back? No. 
Well, we hired a, a new GM, uh, no, play, player director, per, uh, player, player personnel. She came from, from the, the Yankees. Yankees. She, she was, was a, a manager. Triple A manager. Now she is the director of player development in our minor league system. We, so you know, welcome, we welcome her and uh, hope she does a great job. Looking forward to it. Because the way they're going, she needs to develop a lot of players because they're yep. not signing anybody. Yeah. And look, I mean, you know, um, the, the new GM. Noah Cantara this year. The new GM is a badass, but if if he goes to the owner and says, "Hey, I want to sign Snell," and they tell him, "Papo, we don't have the money for that," no, what are you gonna do? No, I can't this year, right? No, no, no. He's out the whole no. year. I don't know. Eddie's uh, gonna be back. Trevor Rogers will be back. Luz- so there's a lot of speculation. They're that gonna trade Jesus a rise. Luzardo, Jesus Luzardo is gonna be gone. Uh, where Yankees were in on him, so were the Red Sox. The Red Sox have some really nice shortstop prospects to offer the the Marlins. As much as I would hate to see Lazardo in a Red Sox uniform, that's a trade that makes the most sense. I don't know what the Yankees could send them back. Um, let's see if that happens. If that happens, then, you know, they got to count on Edward Cabrera, a couple of other guys. Maybe they'll sign another veterano to come in. You know, are they going to sign re-sign Gurriel? Are they going to bring in Lourdes? As well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, is I don't this know a, anymore. Is but this a time where maybe that NL East, if you're not, if you're one of those other teams other than the Braves and Phillies, you got to mind You got to let them kind of like get it out of their system, because because you know this thing is in is in cycles. You know what I mean? Right now, the Phillies and the Braves, they got their players, their contracts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but like the to fi- compete with that, you got to really, really have. <laughs> yeah, but the Phillies are are older. The the Braves aren't. If you want to compete with the Braves, you need to battle them for the next 10 years. Uh, right now. I think the Phillies yeah. in four or five years, eh, you know, I mean, maybe even next year. Because, you know, Schwarber's older. Harper will be a little bit older. Uh, Nola, all these guys. But you got Strider. You got um, Olsen. You got Acuna. Yeah. Acuna's a baby. Yeah. How old is Acuna? Yeah. Like 23? Hey, but they got to win in October. 24? We got to stop with the preseason and during season predictions that Atlanta's going to come and... You, we, they got to win in October. Oh, yeah, by and the that's way. That's a problem. Our predictions last year sucked. We're terrible. <laughs> we were so off. <laughs> Trey oh Turner, uh, the Yankees. What was it we say? Uh, uh, we vo- said, uh, well, I think we got Garrett. You got Garrett Cole for Cy Young, correct? Yeah. yeah. You got that one right, but that was about it. That was about it. We said Sandy. Yikes. God, were we back wrong? To back. We're I thought Sandy wrong. was going to be 20 game winner. Oh, my God. Unhittable. Yeah. But hey. You know, well, let's see, man. Happens. Baseball's interesting. At the end of the day, you got to put on a uniform for 162 games and show up and show out and, and see what happens. And Mike, look, you know, you 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 played, you played college ball, you played pro ball. Um, you know, nothing, nothing against against pitchers, right? But you know, you and I were talking a little bit. Do you think pit? So, Otani's a unicorn. We've always said it, right? He pitches and he plays. The next day, he's gonna be out there DHing, hitting jacks fine um but do you think guys that pitch every four or five days should make as much money as a guy like an Aaron Judge or Juan Soto or even Otani that are gonna play 162 games I don't I don't I don't and I think pitchers should make a lot of money there's no doubt about it I mean obviously they're kind of like the dominant forces that you rely on to win games it's kind of like where it's at and I understand that but I don't think that they should be making as much as a guy who who plays 162 games. Like 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 I'm saying, like 
like a top tier defensive guy would be like an Aaron Judge, you know, like they should a pitcher shouldn't be making what he makes. You know, they can make 30, 25, but it should trickle down like from from Otani to Judge and then down to everybody else. I don't think that that you know that Scherzer or Verlander should be making 43, 45 million dollars a year. Like they're not worth it. They don't put in the t- the time for it. They're always hurt. So that's my point. Like I just don't think that a, that a top tier pitcher should be making more than a top tier um, position player. You know, the position player requires a lot more work on the everyday thing, the, the skill. You know, absolutely. Pitchers kind of get you know, and it's not saying that they don't work hard. They work super hard, man, and they have to work hard to to be able to keep it up. But what I'm saying is that they do get the rest day. They do get the running day. Like it's a different it's a different setup. You know, Look, but I, I don't know. I that's don't debatable, I guess. I, I do think they're worth a lot of money, but it depends. You know, I, I know I know Scherzer and and Verlander, you know, badass pitchers, two, two of the best we've ever seen, right? I think I think everybody mm-hmm. could agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but dude, you know, uh, are they worth that much money when you're forty years old? Amanda, they found when you're thirty eight, thirty nine. They found a couple teams in a couple compromising situations that wanted to spend and needed to spend, and the timing of their agent and that owner was perfect, and they struck these deals. I you know, but I ridiculous. agree more with a team like, let's say, like Houston wanting to keep Verlander, who was already their guy, paying him that money. But when they go elsewhere, you know, yeah. that like oh to the Mets, to to what was it to Texas, Texas. Uh, dude, that's. That's a, a team wanting, yeah. It's 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 a one or two year rental, right? Or maybe less, because you're, he's old less. and and, he's, and you're gonna take a gamble. You're gonna take a gamble. Yeah. You know, so so, dude, it's um, it, it's crazy. Well, well, remember, Scherzer got traded to Texas from the Mets. Right. And he got a World That's Series true. out of That's it. That's true. Because they have both signed with the he Mets. He got a World Series out of it. Yeah, he did. Not awesome doing much. <laughs> Not doing much, but um, man, I, I went on Twitter because I, you know, w- while we're doing the show, sometimes you know the the the, the show the show will end, um, and then you know I go back, and I'm like, oh man, we we miss we miss something there. It looks like the the Patriots uh, just signed Gerard Mayo as wow. as head coach. Okay. So uh, Gerard Mayo, welcome to the NFL as a head coach. Uh, new era. In, in New England, Gerard nice. Mayo. Nice. He's a great playoff mind. Was he part of their staff? He was part of their staff. He he played linebacker for them. Uh, former Tennessee uh, volunteer. The the other day they had a player I, f- I forget who because I was just kind of like hearing it in the background. But but a former Patriots player, he said that Gerard Mayo was like their captain on the field. Oh, nice. So when he take the you know from the on the headset or. Whatever the play, and, hey, you and he was the one communicating on the field, and he knew everything. Awesome. He said he was the smartest guy on the field. He was the smartest guy in the room when the players were there. He goes, this guy was made to be a head coach. And, and there he, he said, is. hey, if the Patriots don't make this guy their head coach, they're dumb. There Not dumb because they made him the head coach. So that leaves Mike Vrabel. Uh, where's he gonna end up? Well, whoever gets him is going to get a hell of a coach. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, and, and I kind of like there they kind of stayed in-house, you know, in-house a little bit. And, you know, guys who are made for this and born for this at the highest level, 
this is what an opportunity, man, to prove that you can do it. You know, like the guy with the Lions. Dan Coach, Campbell. He was here. Dan Campbell yep. was here, you know, boom, boom, boom. I always liked him from the beginning. Like he goes too. over there, and he was a perfect fit for that yep. city, for that team. And look at the opportunity he has, and look what he's been able to do. They might win it. I hope. I if the Dolphins don't win it, Mike, I would love to see I Detroit. I want to see the it. Detroit Lions love win to it with see Dan Campbell. I would love it. The city needs a spark. One of these, you need it. And I, I love Dan it. Campbell, yeah. man. He's such a he's such a badass, <laughs> man. Campbell. The other day, they um, uh, when they had that issue that where they lost the game on that on that on yeah. that call, he, he got there the next day and they asked him how he was feeling. He was like, oh, "No, no, I'm ready to go. I'm gonna turn the other way." Yep. No, no, we lost so straight up. Like, you know, let's go. We're, we're going forward. I'm not gonna now complain. No, no, we're here. We're here to yep. work. That's it. You know, I love that attitude. You know, That's and he it. goes, "I'm not. I'm not the guy who turns the other way." He's like, "It is what it is," and. We learn from it. Listen, and I think you Mc, know? I think McDaniel's the same down here, which is why I like him. A no nonsense guy. It's like, hey, we lost the game. Yeah, Next man. one, no, no, but this and this, oh. hey, my bad too. I I messed this up. I messed that up. Let's go, yeah. and and you continue. But uh, you know, kudos to to the Patriots and Mike. Something really dumb I read yesterday. So apparently they had a, su- a succession plan. Bill Belichick leaves. Gerard Mayo would take over. But obviously there was speculation with Vrabel. What are they going to do? You know, the NFL makes you do a, a Rooney Rule uh, uh, interview. When you interview for a coaching vacancy, you need to interview uh, a minority. So Gerard Mayo, he's African-American, would have counted as a minority. However, even with Gerard Mayo as coach, a year before or years leading up to Belichick stepping down. So every year the NFL had to go to, I mean, the Patriots had to go to the NFL and say, hey, here's our contract with Gerard Mayo, succession plan. If Bill Belichick were to resign or we fire Belichick, Gerard Mayo takes over as head coach. We don't need to interview anyone. If a team has that in place, doesn't tell the NFL, even though they know who they're going to hire, they got to go out and do it papelazo of, oh, we have to uh, interview Mike and Mandito. And then we also also had to interview. It's a waste of know, time. It's a waste of time. Like most of these huge teams know who they look. If, if there's any, if there's anybody, I mean, if there's anything, sorry, if there's anything that I could maybe side a little bit with Brian Flores, not the way he went about it. Right. Cause tried to sue he does some mierda stupid dumbass but but the one thing i remember he said oh i'm suing the giants because the giants brought me in for a sham interview because they wanted they needed a minority to bring in but they knew that they were gonna hire brian dable because apparently belichick called him and said hey brian congratulations on getting the job and he goes hey um coach coach belichick i haven't gotten a call from anybody and he goes, oh, man, I'm talking to Brian Flores. Oh, I thought I was talking to Brian Dable. My, my bad. Oh, my bad, my Brian. Uh, it's just that he got just got the job with the Giants. And he had interviewed for that job. And he hadn't gotten the call yet. So he felt like they interviewed him as a, you know, as a minority to, you know how you avoid that? Get rid of the rule. Get rid of the rule. Look. Hire whoever you want. To me, as, you know, because... We're minorities. We're, we're, we're Latino. We're Cuban-Americans. First generation. Um, if, if I get interviewed for a job as a token Latino because of diversity, 
and they know full well that I'm not going to get it, don't interview me. Don't waste my time. I have a family. I could spend time with my kid. Of course. I could do the podcast with my Of Mike. course. I don't have to get I on a plane. I don't have to drive don't to five hours. I don't have to do anything. You know? But, you know, for the, for the sake, you know, that's the rule the NFL has. Yeah. Look, the, these teams know who they want to hire, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, they, they know do. Who, yeah, they, they know, know They know ahead. They know exactly who they want. Just like in baseball, you know? Um, they know. They know. They know at least who they're leaning towards and who the options are. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, just, look. Yeah. If you're really going to do a search, do the search. If you already know, like Mike Vrabel right now is a candidate. Belichick is out of a job. Pete Carroll's a job. And a team, the, oh, my God, the Raiders right now. Belichick, you're hired. Let them hire him. Let them hire him. It's freaking Bill Belichick. Instead, it's got to be like, hey, we're going to hire you. But listen, you got to wait because we got to. No, and now you're going to call a, joke. a guy and make him feel like crap because you're going to bring him in for a sham interview. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. To me, that's that. To me, that sucks. That sucks. Look, do do, you, do they need more? Sure, that's fine. But come on, but it, it's such an easy rule to just just like go around it's it. Bullshit. Okay, it's I'm gonna bullshit bring you rule. in. Hey, I'm gonna bring you in and yeah. interview and you know what I mean. Conyo, you're great. We'll call you. We'll call you. We'll call Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for risking your life and, and you're flying wa- halfway across the country. And you're walking out of the office and Bill Belichick is walking, walking in. Walking right in. And yeah. you're like, uh-huh. fuck, exactly. Like, like, fuck. They got me. <laughs> Bay. But it's a dumb rule. But whatever. It is what it is. But congratulations, Gerard Mayo. Congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines winning the, the national title. And man, Mike, I'm sure once the show ends, I'm going to go on my phone and things change once again because it's... It's happening. Everything's happening right now. Everything's happening way too yeah. quick, way too fast. But dude, we're as, excited. But as promised, we're going to have big guests this year. We're, we got some things up our sleeves. So catch you next time on episode 67. See ya.